everybody. Hey guys, how are you doing? This is Zach. This is Stuart. And this is the Backburn Super Show podcast. This is a main show. This is episode 34 of the main show. Yeah. Um, what are you wearing to this uh, uh, auspicious occasion? So it's just my normal clothes, but as you can see, there is an alien coming out of my chest. I can see that. You're getting lots blood, of blood everywhere. I know. Also, you're really sweaty for some reason. Yeah, and I'm kind of milky too. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Uh, well, oh, I mean, I guess it's it's in character because we're uh, we're talking about the alien quadrilogy oh. or. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, um, so yeah, we're we're just just discussing the Alien quadrilogy. We're not getting into the greater lore of AVP. Yeah. Um, or the prequel of Prometheus, Prometheus and yeah. Covenant. Even though Covenant is awesome, I've um, never seen Covenant. It's really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're just discussing the, I guess you could call them the Ripley-verse movies. Okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I'm going to call them. So, um, um, how how many have you seen? I assume you've seen yeah, them I've all. Yeah, I've seen all four. Yeah. Um, when was the last viewing of these for you? Uh, maybe a couple, couple months ago. Okay. Yeah, so I, before you pitched this to me, I had only seen the first ep- or the first movie and then the second movie. Okay. You allowed me to borrow your collection. Yes, because I love the Alien movies. Yeah, so I watched the uh, the entire thing, all four of them, because I watched the first and second one a while back. Yeah. Um, so I have opinions on the uh, third and fourth. Okay. Well. <laughs> um... Well, let's let's start out with the first two. Uh, we'll go through yeah. these one by one. Of course. Um, and uh, the way we'll structure this, I guess, is because uh, we haven't discussed this really beforehand, other than saying we'll do them one by one. Yeah. Is we'll go through the um, kind of the timeline of their making, and then we'll discuss our opinions on it per movie, if that's okay. Yeah, that sounds great to me. Cool. So, uh, Alien was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released in 1979. Yeah, uh, budget of eleven million dollars versus its box office of two hundred and four million dollars. That's a lot, yeah. especially in nineteen seventy nine. Exactly, that is a huge box office take. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has it at ninety seven percent. I don't think Cinema Score was a thing at the time, so I don't have a Cinema Score uh, to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, have you? Did you watch any of the special features or the trailer? I did not stuff? because I kind of marathon this i went oh, okay. from one movie to the next to the next so. gotcha well so i really wish they would give directors final cut of their trailers yeah um one of the reasons that sparks that is like ryan johnson has a murder mystery movie coming out mm-hmm. uh, later in the year and one of the trailers came out and the studio just gave a bunch of footage to a marketing agency to cut a trailer together yeah and his comment on it was well, I, I wish that that wasn't in the trailer and that was a reveal in the movie. Yeah. Um, the trailer for Alien, if you haven't seen it, is just uh, an egg being zoomed in on. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. Um, it builds up a lot of tension and it's like, what is this? And then it's, it's you know, the name of the movie and the release date and that's it. Yeah. It's kind of like the Shine, Shinings trailer that Stanley Kubrick cut together. Oh, and uh, Ridley Scott put that... Uh, trailer together yeah um 
Stanley Kubrick did the th- same thing for Shining, where the Shining, the, the trailer is just a static shot, almost. You think it's a static shot of the elevator doors. Yeah. And the choral, like, oh, that, like, mm-hmm. gets louder and louder in the movie. Um, and then the doors open and the blood pours out, like, and that's it. Yeah, that's and the people entire are like, trailer. "What is this about?" It's yeah. like a, it's like a minute and a half long, and it's like, "What, what is this? Yeah. What is this movie?" <laughs> and yeah, I, I understand like they're trying to sell the movie in the trailers, but like, yeah, giving away plot points and stuff in the trailers just kind of sucks because I enjoy going into a movie knowing nothing about it. Yeah. I usually don't look up any, like, reviews or any, like, synopsis or anything along those lines. Yeah. And it just it makes it that much more enjoyable, though I've gone and seen a couple of movies that were flops, and I'm like, ah, well, that was a crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have read the reviews on that movie so I could have avoided it. But usually it's it's more better than worse. Yeah. Um, now, this movie was made after a 14-week shoot in 1978, which... um it's not that it's long. It's not that long. It's yeah. like three months. Um, it's it's interesting that they did that in 14 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with $11 million. Like, that just... That seems like a long shoot for the budget that they had. Yeah. But different in, inflation, yada yada. Um, now, the movie was written by Dan O'Bannon... Um, he, uh, wrote this after, um, Alejandro Jodorowsky's, uh, Dune adaptation fell apart. Um, if you've never seen a movie, uh, it's a documentary called, uh, Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah. Um, that movie is one of the best movies never made. Yeah, um, I know. A lot of <laughs> the, the aesthetics of 80s sci-fi movies come from that failed movie mm-hmm. because there were there were a lot of people working on it in the industry and for so long and it got so close to being filmed that a lot of that the designs of things bled into other areas of cinema so yeah, like blade well, runner's look was influenced by it mm-hmm. uh, because the the costume and um set designer worked on it yeah um alien um was worked on by hr giger uh, who was working on the Harkonnens home planet for Dune. Yeah, um, Like, so a lot of the aesthetics of 80s sci-fi movies come from this failed movie. So that is a documentary I recommend watching. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but uh, O'Bannon credits uh, Philip Jose Farmer, who's a sci-fi author, um, and EC Comics for ideas that were used in the, in the film. Mm-hmm. Um do you know about EC Comics? No. So what? they were um, they were a comic line, I think, in the fifties, maybe through the sixties. Um, they kind of got shut down when there was that backlash in the fifties, sixties against comics and how graphic they were. EC was a, a horror line oh, of comics, huh. um, and like it's it's what Tales from the Crypt. Um, Okay. Is referencing a lot of the time with their their stories. Uh, Tales from the Crypt was a comic line, but yeah, they were more like EC Comics were a little bit more graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, not by today's standards. Yeah, but but, by but like they were pretty pretty gruesome. And so 
they're, they're a comic line that just kind of folded up mm-hmm. um, once the Comics Code Authority stuff like, happened. Yeah. Um, sorry, there's a lot of tangents because there's a lot being built into this movie, I think. Yeah, um, and again, you know, this one's probably going to be one of our longer casts just because we're going four through movies. four movies. Yeah. yeah. So, buckle in. Yeah. Um, the movie was pitched to executives as jaws in space because jaws came out two years before yeah it's kind of jaws in space it is i i can definitely see that um practical effects were a nightmare but ridley scott insisted on using them yeah um the models for the ship were a one to 24 scale shot at two and a half frames per second to make it look like they were actually moving in space oh wow like all the shots of the ship and stuff yeah Yeah. that's 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 a model it's a one to 24 scale model Huh. Which is insane. Yeah, that's really um, cool. Sigourney Weaver was allergic to cat hair, and also <laughs> to the glycerin that they used uh, to that they slathered on the actors to make them look all sweaty. Yeah. Um. So she looks way less sweaty than everyone else if you rewatch it. Um, <laughs> she uh, does actually. Yeah. I mean, rewatching those like a couple days ago, she doesn't look as sweaty as everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, they did build sets for every floor of the ship, Ooh. seeing where they're going down. Yeah. Um, it was high as balls and terrifying, I is bet. my note. Um, <laughs> do you know the in- original ending, which was vetoed by Fox, but this is the, the way the movie was going to end? Uh, no, no, I don't. Please. The alien will uh, was supposed to bite off Ripley's head and then make a log entry in her voice. Really? Yeah. That would have been weird. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm kind of glad they didn't go with that. So I can definitely see how that would be uh, influenced by EC Comics. Yeah. That's a very comic book-y, like... Like, what a twist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um... And there's a lot of things that they changed for this movie. And and that's that's all my background, so we can talk about the movie now, but... Yeah. Well, um, I also want to talk about, like, the famous scene like there's one particular scene in aliens that was like a really well put or well put together scene it's when the chestburster actually comes out yeah so for anyone that doesn't know there's oh let's let's, and spoilers yeah of course obviously these movies are old as hell um Actually, yeah, the the most recent version of the movie that we're talking about could drink now if it were a person. So yeah, <laughs> um, we're good on spoilers, I think. Yeah. Um, the so in in Alien, um, you know, these space truckers because they're not scientists and they're not warriors or anything get yeah. get uh, woken up from hypersleep or cryo sleep to investigate a planet for the company they work for. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you noticed the running theme with the mechanics that were always just like, "Am I going to get a share of this?" Yeah, like they're contracted. They're contractors. Yeah, they're um, and contracted they're to um... Wayland Utani. Yeah, um, they're operating way outside of the scope of what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they go to a planet and they investigate um, a thing that they're supposed to be there for. It's a ship. There's a bunch of eggs around. Yeah. Um, Which the trailer reference, yeah. It's the weird, like, opening from the top eggs. And, again, the um, the animatronics and the puppetry is really cool. 
Yeah. Like, you can definitely see the love that was put into a lot of these, like, models of these characters. Like, the face huggers, the eggs opening up from, like, the top, kind of like a flower. And they're all grossly organic. Yeah. Like, they're very, like, they look... Like, they have slime on them and everything. It, yeah, it's, like, it's it's gross in the way it's it's looks like something that could exist. Yeah, and uh, props to Geiger is, like, he created some really weird and interesting looking yeah. uh, monsters. I mean, the, the alien is just basically a walking death penis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and it, you know, it has like similarities to like cockroaches with like yeah. its exoskeleton, like the sh- It's acid blood. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to be in a room when they were coming up with the idea of the alien like yeah. what kind of powers what kind of you know design would it have and everything like that yeah like how even coming up with the little mouth within a mouth which has become so iconic now oh yeah yeah um but uh yeah yeah so so back to the chestburster scene oh. so john hurt playing kane mm-hmm. um gets attacked by a face hugger yep. and the crew don't know what's happened to him he's just got this thing on his face that will not get off yeah and then uh, in the med bay it just loosens up and falls off and then he's acting normally yeah so then they eat dinner and this is a uh, it's brilliant but also i'm not sure if i would do it as a director so um they had this big thing uh like the the characters knew or the, the actors knew that his character was going to uh, be hurt in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't they know what extent. He's, yeah, yeah, to what extent. Like, yeah. I want to say that I read somewhere where they thought that he it was in the, the thing for him to be having a seizure. Yeah. And so, like, granted, he's laying on this big, like, table with this big box around him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... And I forget how Ridley Scott like made them. They oh don't don't worry about that or whatever. Yeah. Um, the look the the like silence and the look of horror on their face is real because they had no idea that a chest burster was going to pop out of his chest and blood was going yeah. to go everywhere. So that is like authentic, just horror like trauma and which I like the scene because. It's, it happens very organically, like like it should, because, yeah, because they were they're very all sitting, taken off guard. Yeah, and they're sitting down for dinner. They're just kind of, like, chatting and everything like that. And, yeah, yeah, but, like, to, like, they go from, like, are you okay, are you, to just dead silence as they're trying to process the fact that this thing just busted out of some dude's chest. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's uh, one of the better scare moments it in, is. in the movie. Um, but I can see, like why it probably wouldn't be appropriate all the time when you're filming. Yeah. Just because it is a a big undertaking for your actors because you're psychologically, like, making them scared. And, yeah. like, yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I also read an article. I don't know how accurate this is now because mm. it's a fairly old article or, or take on it, mm-hmm. is that... Um, this movie was very popular with female audience members 
and was especially terrifying to male audience members at the time. Hmm. And one of the theories behind that is that the way the alien works is a lot like childbirth. Oh, huh. And men are not used to the idea of something inside of them coming, coming out, out of them uh, in, in such a grotesque and bloody manner. Yeah. No, um, and I mean, with um, with the main character being such a strong female role, it, I can see yeah. why a lot of uh, a female audience would really kind of, you know, like that. Especially, like, back in the... Yeah, 79. Yeah. Um, they Well, so one of the interesting things about the script is that there were no um, gendered characters when they went into casting like there were no i didn't know there was no sex predetermined for ripley they were just casting the best actors for the roles really cool they knew kane would be john hurt because at the time he was the biggest name in the movie okay maybe followed by tom scarrett maybe followed um no because everyone else is pretty much a character actor so so yeah like they knew they had two guys in, Mm -hmm. in the mix um, and, you know, Ripley is, when the captain is off the ship during during the exploration, one of the big uh, heads that she butts with Ash, who is the science officer, is that she's the ranking officer, oh. and he disobeys a direct order of, like, yeah. you have to quarantine them. They can't just come back in. Yeah, you don't know they, what you, they you're have. You're bringing yeah. a guy in with some organic thing wrapped around his face, and we don't know what it is. You can't bring that in, and he just, like, lets it in. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert, he's an android. Um, yeah, and I love the design of the androids. Like, it's very strange because it's it's more organic than it is mechanical. Yeah. Like, they have this, like white milky substance yeah it's just like a protein fluid yeah 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 yeah. and i really like loved that design and that concept of uh this more organic android and um it was really cool and it's a really interesting design because you know the android does end up getting destroyed and it's really cool just to kind of see like what they did with that with like the blood, well, not blood, but, like, the milk and the, like, little, like, tube wirings in them, like, spurting out and everything like that. Yeah. That was just a really interesting design, and um, I don't know if it was, like, them trying to get or get past, like, the blood and gore will make it, like, milky white sort of deal, because, I mean... I I don't think so. Like, I think that the the white was an intentional choice because well one like you said they could get away with more of it because mm-hmm. red is just it, like it looks gross for them to do that and it looks almost comical if everything were red yeah and uh yeah like it really immediately sets apart the fact that he is not human like rather than having to go in and explain all this when he starts freaking out and like spewing white everywhere yeah. it's like like Ripley's reaction is our reaction, even though presumably she knows about androids. I'm assuming, or maybe not. Maybe, yeah. But her reaction is like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> um, which, yeah, like I, I feel like it was a uh, an intentional choice, I guess, to mm-hmm. use white as as a substance. But I mean, I don't know that for sure. It may be to get around sensors, like you, you're saying. I, I I have no idea, but I just know that it really worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, the uh, the the whole theme of this movie. Um, I don't know what what would you say the theme is like. Probably prey and predators. Uh, yeah, predator and prey. Yeah, like yeah. obviously Jaws in space. Yeah, because like they promised. Yeah. Once the the alien pops out, like there's a few scenes where Ripley, after she becomes captain because mm-hmm. the captain gets killed in the um ventilation system with the flamethrower yes uh because yeah that's the other thing is this isn't a um a military vehicle so they don't have any weapons on board they're they're like jury rigging together like weapons, <laughs> like a yeah. flamethrower here and, this might hurt it and none of them have like combat experience or anything like that yeah. so it really is like them not knowing exactly what to do against this creature that they have no idea can do. Yeah, well, yeah. like, the, the scene with the acid blood that goes through the floors, yeah. like, through several floors. Yeah. It's like, okay, how do we kill this thing but, that has acid blood? Yeah. We're in space. <laughs> um. So I thought that was, like, one of the bigger themes. Well, what about you? Yeah. Do you have a particular? Um, yeah, I mean, Predator and Prey is probably, like, the, the best one to, to describe this as. Just mm-hmm. because it's, like we keep saying, Jaws in space. Uh, once once uh, Ripley finds out information about why the company sent them to the planet from Ash. Yeah. Which, in a scene that, as a 2019 audience member... The head tra- like I can see exactly where they transitioned from a fake head to yeah. Ian Holmes' head, but still, it's still pretty good. It like is. it's a pretty good effect. Yeah, I mean, and that is like one of the more I guess gruesomer scenes because he is just a head. Yeah, he's just a head. Yeah, um, he, which I think it's a cool scene, even though like you can tell where the edit points are because yeah. it's. It's cut in a way that it makes it... It's supposed to trick the audience because, like, she's setting up what is obviously a prop head, Mm -hmm. and then the prop head starts to fall over, and then she steps in front of the camera to rearrange it. Yeah. And then when she steps back, it's Ian Holmes' head. Like, so that you can see the edit point, but it's a really cool way that they they worked it in of, oh, the head fell over, let me write the head. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when they did it. They didn't just immediately kick into another shot right yeah um so like there's structural things that scott does in the movie that i really appreciate Mm -hmm. um i i kind of i kind of find it ridiculous at the end that the alien just like happens to be in the one safe space in in the uh the ship yeah i find that very convenient well I'm sure that... Because, spoilers, Ripley detonates the entire ship that they're carrying, which I don't know if you saw how gigantic it yeah, is. that's... The, the hull that they're carrying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but still, I love, like, the practical effects and everything. Yeah. Just seeing, like, the model explode and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. And, yeah, I, I personally don't know if they knew if they were going to continue this movie, if they thought it was going to be like a one-off or if they were going to do actual other movies or... So I don't think Ridley Scott had enough clout at the time to demand this, mm-hmm. but he never intended for any sequels to be made. Okay. But, I mean, when Fox sees, hey, we gave you $11 million and you brought in $200 million, Yeah. 
let's just crank and keep cranking these shits out. Yeah, let's let's uh, keep on milking this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, any last thoughts on Alien? Other um, than... I I believe that it deserves the high grade that it has on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. definitely a classic. Like it, when I think of classic sci-fi movies, Aliens is on that list yeah. for me. Um, you know, it's a movie that I've seen multiple times, and it's one of the uh, one of my favorites that I would point out, saying like, watch this if you want to see good classic like sci-fi. Would you consider this a horror movie? Uh, yes, I would. Okay. Um, I think that again, we didn't talk much about it, but like the music in this is very oh yeah, it's tense. used to very very good effect. Yeah, yeah. Again, a lot like horror movies where you know they use the music to like build up the tension yeah and uh again you know they use different shots just to like make you on edge um there are a couple of jump scares in there so i i would consider this okay. horror and, and i know you don't really like horror did I, that did did the sci-fi elements outweigh it or was it just like the technical aspects that i, I it? do think that with it having like that uh sci-fi aspect to it it kind of cut Tempered down. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like the full spice of horror. Yeah. It was a little bit uh, of a mixture, which kind of helped it uh, go down easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I do consider it a horror movie. I also consider it a sci-fi movie. Um, it's definitely on my like top ten sci-fi movies. Cool. Um, and it's something that I would highly recommend to people to watch it. Even if you've been listening to this and you got a little bit of spoilers, still watch it. Yeah, no, it's a very, very good movie. Um, I don't know where I'd rank it on a list of movies to recommend, but yeah, I, I'm like you. I definitely recommend that anyone see this if, if you haven't. Mm-hmm. You know, we've dropped spoilers at this point. Yeah. Um, it's, it's worth watching just to watch how the movie is structured and how they use the cinematography and the special effects and the editing and the music to, to very, very good effect. Yeah. I mean, they were just firing on all cylinders when they were making this movie. Yeah. And I can see why they made a sequel to it. Yeah. Even though there wasn't supposed to be one. Yeah. Uh, so next up is Aliens, mm-hmm. plural, from <laughs> 1986. Um, you'll notice that's seven years after. Yeah. Um, the budget this time is eighteen million, which is probably comparable to the first movie's budget. Like, yeah. You know, when you factor in inflation and, and all that stuff, maybe a little bit more. Um, probably a little bit more. It brought back less. It brought back one hundred and eighty-three million. It's still profit. Yeah, still profit. Rotten Tomatoes is ninety-eight percent, and Cinema Score is an A. Oh, 98. So they ranked One it more. higher than the uh, original. Yeah. Huh. Um, now, James Cameron, who, listener, repeat listeners will know, I have feelings about James Cameron. Yeah. What um, kind of feelings do you have? Uh, not great. Uh, <laughs> so he was pr- approached to make this movie after he had done Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, again, was never supposed to be a franchise. Yeah. Um, Cameron credits Starship Troopers, the novel, as a main inspiration for this movie. 
Oh, I can see that. I can Which, see that with the Marines. Yeah, with the Marines, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, they filmed this at Pinewood Studios in England. Hmm. The British crew, e- even though I hate, I I don't hate Jim Cam- Cameron. I strongly dislike him, and I find him very pretentious. Yes. Um, <laughs> the British crew, admittedly, though, were assholes oh. to him. Huh. Um, he was an American coming into a British property because really Scott's British. Yeah. Um, they thought that Cameron, who was thirty at the time, was too young to make this movie. Hmm. They were still very loyal to Ridley Scott because a lot of them worked on the first one. Yeah, um, I assume that they brought all the crew, you know, all the old crew back and yeah, everything. Yeah, um, they would do things like take tea breaks to to like halt production. <laughs> um, they would say that that Gail Ann Hurd, who was one of the producers, only got the producer credit because she was his wife. Oh. Ugh. Um, they, things escalated to the point where the DP, the director of photography, was fired because he was using bright lights when Cameron specifically requested a dark atmosphere with only the Marines' lights. Wow. Yeah, like, that's the exact opposite of what he asked for. Yeah. And it's, at that point, if you're a professional, you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, you're... you're... Uh, (laughs) That's pretty crappy. So, early on in the shoot, uh, to get along with the crew, Cameron arranged for them to have a screening of the Terminator because it wasn't in the UK yet. Yeah, uh-huh. he kind of like, and it was kind of a way to prove like, because I th- I think he even knew like, you Going know, into I'm an this. American yeah. coming into this British property. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 years old, which is amazing to me that he was 30. Yeah. Like as much as I don't like him, he did him a lot being of 30, yeah. which which means that he was. Um, he was in his 20s when he did Terminator. Yeah. Um, but but to be 30 and doing Aliens, I feel like he knew he kind of had to prove, like, look, I, I know what I'm doing as a director. Yeah. This is a very critically acclaimed movie. Let me show it to you. So he arranged for Fox to bring over um, the Terminator to the UK for a crew screening. That's really cool. I did not know that. Um, do you know how many of the crew showed up? Oh, no, I don't. None of them. Oh. Not a single fucking crew member showed up. Man, that's that's mean. Yeah. That, like, the British crew were assholes at this movie. God, yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately it won Best Sound Effects Editing and Best Visual Effects at the Oscars, though. Okay. So, no director nods yet for him. I think he got his first one for Terminator 2. 2, yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, th- so those are the, the background notes for this movie that I thought relevant to share. Yeah. Like, again, I don't like Cameron, but the crew he was working with, like, if it were me, I would have almost insisted, no, I need new people. Like, yeah. This is insane. This is, yeah. This uh, is ridiculous. I don't think it would still have the heart of the Alien movie if you had completely new people. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I'm just thinking, like, the physical shooting crew, like... I feel like the physical shooting crew used don't contribute as much to the look as like artists and DP and all that. Yeah, stuff. or like animatronics because people yeah. were like controlling yeah, the actual true. alien. And... Especially if it's the same prop, you don't have to teach them how to use it because yeah. they've already used it. Yeah. Um, hmm. How do you feel about this movie? I I really I really liked it. Um, I saw it when I was a, a younger kid, and. Um, 
I think I saw it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's great lines, and you know, as a kid, like game over, man. Yeah, game, game over, over, man. Game over. Uh, rest yeah. in peace, Bill Paxton. Yeah, and um, just it's like the cool tools that all the uh, Marines brought in because, like, that was my jam. I really loved the little like radar. With the little beeps and everything, and like how that build tension, you know, like yeah, when you see all the beeps, beeps show yeah. up, yeah. yeah, and they're like they should be like right here, and then they're above they're and below, over yeah. <laughs> um, it just yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really kind of just I loved the story beats. Um, I do enjoy like they brought the Marines and. You saw a an even deadlier aspect in these aliens, and then like, of course, oh, yeah. spoilers. Then the um, the very final scene was so cool, uh, with like the mech suit versus the alien queen. Yeah, um, yeah, it just. And even, like, Newt, uh, the kid actor, was a really good kid actor. That is the only movie she's ever been in. Really? Wow. Her parents forced her to go to this movie tryout. Wow. It's the only... Like, I think she's, huh. she's, like, a teacher somewhere in, like, South Dakota or whatever. But, yeah, like... That's crazy. Yeah, because, they forced her to go to the... Yeah. Because sometimes kid actors, like, you watch the kid actor and you're like, ugh, gosh, not that great, but... I really liked Newt. And yeah, like, especially since Newt has so much screen time in this. She I does. Mean, well, so which version of this did you watch? Because I think there's a theatrical cut, mm -hmm. and then there's the director's cut. That's I think like, the theatrical. Okay, gotcha. So the the director's cut has the uh, the a lot of scenes that were cut for the movie. Hmm. Not all of them really add to the movie. Like, I see why they were cut. Yeah. Like, one of them mm -hmm. is that Ripley is waking up, like decades after she thought oh. she would be waking up so her daughter who was like a child has like passed away at this point uh, like, everyone huh. she knows is dead so yeah like even though she she was like the next i think she was the navigations officer on she the was. first one yeah so that means that she knows how to or the implication is that she knows how to use very advanced equipment mm -hmm. but because she's waking up like 80 years after she left yeah um, technology has advanced to the point that she gets a job at basically as a dock worker. Yeah, like because Again. she can't use any of the 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 equipment that they use, other than the the little like mech loader, the exosuit. Yeah, where it like moves the walking the boxes. forklift. Yeah, God. which is a really cool design. It is, but yeah, like I like that small little story detail that they put in. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also a scene where you see Newt's family. Um, oh. On, on the planet that they've colonized, LV-426. Yeah. Um, man, I feel awesome that I was able to pull that from memory. Because I was just like, uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, like, so you see her family. Um, you get a little bit more of her backstory before she's actually introduced. Although a lot of that, like, you can piece together. That yeah. She had a family and they got killed. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and now she's using the air ducts to get around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scene with Lance Henriksen, who is another android. Yeah, but this time a good android. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really interesting because, like, Ridley doesn't trust him. Or not Ridley. Um, Ripley. Ripley. 
doesn't trust him at first because yeah. of all the from the previous movie. And, yeah, because I mean, why would you trust an android? Like, yeah. at least he's open about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, the scene that terrifies me every time I watch it is when Lance Henriksen crawls into that tiny tube uh, and can only move by shifting his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> that <God>. is terrifying <laughs> to me to watch. Yeah. Um, just because it's the camera is so in his face and it's so apparent that it's 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 so tight. Yeah, he has to shuffle his just shoulders shuffle, yeah. to move. And again, and he's you know, going like two miles. Yeah. And again, it's we go back to the crew. This was like shot really well. The yeah. music is really awesome, and it again, I think this appeals more for like young Stuart was like just seeing the aliens at their top peak. Like you have multiple aliens versus like combat trained marines and yeah. stuff like that, and just sort of seeing the marines get their butts kicked. And um, yeah, and. Like, they are Marines. They're legally distinct from Space Marines. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> Games Workshop, I think, owns the rights to that yeah. term. Um, you can't use the term Space Marine because they have claimed it for forty Warhammer 40K. Good for them, I guess. So, yeah, these <laughs> are legally distinct from the Warhammer 40K Space Marines. Yeah. And then I also, um, <laughs> you know, from this movie, I remember playing, like, marines versus predator and um there was a lot of like computer games that came out where you could play as the marines and like kind of fight against the aliens. oh yeah that was one of the big gets for the um atari jaguar yeah was getting colonial marines yeah. or aliens versus predator maybe or i think it was uh aliens versus marines or something along those lines yeah it was a yeah it was like a fighting shooting video game so. yeah so that was a lot of fun. And, um, again, just, like, the story was really cool. Like, going back and seeing a fully, I guess, colonized area of aliens. Yeah. And kind of getting because a little bit more... Because it's the same planet it she's is. going back to. It's yeah. just, it's been colonized. Like, they've put atmosphere processors on mm-hmm. it. Um, I think the special effects are fantastic. Like, the flying scenes where yeah. they're flying into the base that's crackling with with electricity because yeah. it's going to blow up yeah they've made it go nuclear uh, that's always um, super cool the yeah and the score like you said is amazing like i have it on vinyl somewhere oh um, i didn't it's, know you, yeah nice. it's really good um i remember playing with the action figures for oh, yeah. this as a kid um other than Ripley, none of them really look like their counterpart in the movie. I have a feeling that, like, Kenner or whoever put them out just kind of used molds for something else. Because, like, Bishop was, like, had <laughs> sunglasses and also, like, random metal on his head. And, like, he... Yeah. yeah like, he, he split apart. <laughs> um, because he gets ripped in half by the alien queen. Yeah. Um, the... There was a time in the 80s and early 90s where toy marketers would would create toys for properties that were completely unsuited for them and they were very popular yeah. like terminator was another one predator was another one aliens was like these are like robocop like, yeah these are hard r movies yeah like, they're not just like oh it's r because 
we swear a lot in it. Like these are R because people get ripped in half. Yeah, and there's like and melty and exploded. Yeah, Um, (laughs) and there were like like large amounts of toy lines for these movies. So like I remember having these things. Like there there was a um, an Alien Queen like action set where she was. she was like on this like swivel and you could swivel her around on the base Mm -hmm. and it came with a cup of like this bright green goo that you could just drape (laughs) over everything like very weird um but i also enjoy that the um the movie gave a little bit more background on the aliens like you sort of realize that they have like a, a structure and everything along those lines. Yeah, well, like this is the first instance of definitively how the eggs are made. Because in Alien, there's a deleted scene where you see um, the alien basically making an egg and spitting a chestburster into an egg. Oh. But the egg is made out of a dead body, huh. like a corpse. Interesting. Which, I don't know, it's that's like that's horrific but that's weird yeah um it makes more sense with as cockroachy as they are that they have like a queen an ant structure almost yeah as, as buggy as they are you know yeah um i don't know i like the the alien queen like she's ridiculously gigantic yeah and also i don't know if you noticed her feet uh she's basically wearing stiletto heels stiletto, yeah <laughs> I, I saw that um, She's also got a little tiny set of vestigial arms on her chest, which is weird. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, just the character designs and the way that they move, because in uh, this movie, you get to sort of see more of them out in the open. Yeah. There's a lot more, I guess, action scenes, as you would want to call it. Yeah. Because this one's, it does have that horror aspect but I feel like it's more it's sci-fi more action. and action It's not horror. I would not call this horror at yeah. all. Yeah, like, there's very few, like, scary scenes that had me on the edge of my seat. This is more of, like, action. Uh, but with that action, you got to see more of these aliens move and everything. And props to the people who uh, who are, like, controlling that, the, um, the robotics in the actual aliens... Because they looked very strange, and they moved with this weird, like, pattern. This, like, almost, like, raptor-style pattern where they were, like, running on their hind legs and everything yeah. like that. And the tails, you could see, like, the tail movements of uh, the aliens as they, like, stabbed into people and whatnot. Yeah, well, and, and talking about the design, the, um, the original alien... You see up close, like in in high def, like the the DVD that mm-hmm. I lent you. I don't know if you noticed, but the alien head from like where the cheeks are up, yeah, is kind of translucent, and you can see almost like the huh. hint of a human skull in it, yeah. right? The alien queen is interesting because she's got that giant fan. Yeah. And then the mouth moves on a swivel mm-hmm. separately from it. Like, it's super weird how they de- they've designed all these things. Yeah. Like, I want to know what... Because, I, as, as we'll discuss uh, for the next movie, the aliens, it, it gets established, take on the features of the things that they um, inhabit, like mm-hmm. as chestbursters. Because yeah, because they, like, get into... Um their dna merges and everything yeah yeah 
Um, I wouldn't, like, what makes an alien queen? Yeah. Because it's not just one of them being around, because the last one had just one. Like, what do they infect to make an alien queen? Yeah. I mean, I assume the alien queen has to put her, or she lays, like, an alien queen egg, and from that... The yeah, the thing that she's connected yeah. to that's just like bloop, bloop, yeah. bloop, bloop. Like, that's so gross. Yeah, and again, it's interesting. It's grossly bio- biological. Yeah, it was really cool to like see her cave, and she, uh, I remember, I forget which marine she had, but she kind of like stuck him to the ceiling, and he had all that like goo and stuff. Yeah. It was encased. Yeah, the I mean, the marines are largely, um, other than Apone, um, in Vasquez mm. are large like I, I can't really recognize any like I don't remember their names yeah it was like grunt other number than, one grunt number other two other than Bill Paxton and Michael Bean but those aren't the names of the marines those yeah. are the actors yeah <laughs> um yeah I uh I don't know watching this again for the first time since I was probably in high school mm-hmm. um I used to really like this movie. I feel like watching them, watching it with within this quadrilogy. Yeah. I think I like it the least. Really. Of the four movies. Really? Huh. We'll I... talk about that at the end, though, because yeah. like I have reasons for liking the others. Okay. Um, yeah. So, the theme of this. Oh, so um, basic. Oh, the theme of yeah. Of this this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I like. I think the most obvious one is the different varieties of motherhood. Yes, I, I think so too because um, Newt really connects with um, Ridley and Ripley. Ripley, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and also it's got the alien queen in there. Yeah, it's like Ripley is protecting Newt, like in that final fight. Yeah, from another mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I. I think that theme is as clear as day yeah yeah um and yeah like it's i i feel like this one is is the weakest of these four because it it's the most shallow like there's not like mother motherhood is like we're all all over it and the rest of it's just a straightforward action movie i i think you know like some of the other themes you can pull from it is like corporations like you know this colony is a corporation town yeah like it's run by a corporation and you know the corporation had um devious plans for it yeah oh yeah the the through line in all of these will be fuck the corporation yeah (laughs) like they're evil (laughs) yeah and then you know another one is like following direct orders like a lot of the Marines ended up dying because they couldn't really think for themselves. They yeah. they acted on order. They and acted like the drones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like you can make some um, arguments there for like oh, themes sure, and sure. everything. Um, so I don't think it was like devoid of this one major theme. Oh sure, yeah, and I'm not like shitting on this movie because it's still enjoyable. I'm just saying of of the four, it's. Um... I feel like it's it, it it's the most shallow in terms of meaning that you can pull from it. Okay. 
it's um, I mean it's still a fun movie to watch yeah. it's just watching them all back to back to back like I did um, yeah I feel like the others are, like I, I and I don't know what ranking system I would use for them okay um, I'm again surprised that it's so highly scored on um, Rotten Tomatoes yeah especially with a strong female character in it that's really amazing. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that website is trash for that. <laughs> yeah. Because if there's something that uh, internet people hate, it's a strong female character. Yeah. Uh, that's a generalization. I'm joking. <laughs> Not everybody thinks that. Um, but yeah. Um, Just it's probably comment on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's probably my second favorite. Truth second point. favorite? Second favorite. Is the first one's the my first favorite. The first one's your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Um, because again, I do like horror movies. Like, you know, I go into horror movies to see it and be scared. Yeah. And, um, I just think that the first one's a very accessible one. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I would give it top billing. And then I don't know if it's just my nostalgia glasses that I have on, but like, I really like this one. And, you know, I think it is because of all the action scenes, because of the Marines and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, that was really cool for me when I was like, a little kid. And rewatching it, I was like, yeah. You still have some of that feeling of, like, you know, watching the radars, watching them shoot their guns. Yeah. Seeing um, Ridley uh, get her gun and, like, you know, yeah. kind of being that badass and protecting uh, yeah. Newt. It just, yeah, it was like, yeah, it gets you, you going. Oh, the, um, I will say that, Probably this one and the fourth one mm-hmm. are the only... Well, no, no, actually, no. I think this is the only one that I would be okay with a kid, like a nine, or eight or nine or ten-year-old watching mm-hmm. because it's the most shallow. Yeah. I feel like the first, third, and fourth one all have content in it that's just like, I don't think you're going to get out of this what yeah. you should be getting out of this. Yeah. And, and I agree with I agree with that um, Whereas this one is just straightforward action. Yeah. And plus, I mean, it's it's scary, but it's not like terrifying. Yeah, I, I it's will. It's like they're creepy looking mm-hmm. and they, there's some jump scares here and there, but like it's not terrifying. Yeah, I will say this is probably the least scariest of yeah. them all. Yeah. Uh, being, or the first one being the scariest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would hands down agree with that. Yeah. Um, anything else to say on second one? Okay. So, uh, Alien 3. Yeah, which I just recently watched. Okay. So I hadn't seen Aliens 3 or 4 until a few days ago. Um, so, the third one... Is uh oh so um at the end of the second one uh oh yeah the queen um, gets defeated and then Ripley and Jonesy and Newt, Newt yeah uh as well as Bishop's remains and Hi- Lieutenant Hicks's um wounded body are in cryosleep yes yeah um and it ends with Ripley is Ripley spooning Newt or are they in separate chambers they're together but she's not like spooning her she's like holding her yeah she's holding her but yeah but not like in a sexual way or anything no spooning is in that like she's like holding her while they're in a sleeping position yeah 
Um, if while facing the same direction. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they are in the same chamber. Yes, they are in the same chamber. Okay. And, um, there's uh, like uh, um, an interesting like you're not sure if they had any um, DNA or like uh, if they were infected by. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Alien 3, 1992, Fox, I think, wanted to see how much money they could get out of this franchise. Yeah. They put a budget, yeah, they they made a budget of 55 million for a box office of 160 million, which you'll notice is declining returns so far. But it still returns. Um, The Rotten Tomatoes for this is 46%. Ha! And Cinema Score is a C. I don't agree with either one of those. Um, I I don't agree with such a low score, but it does get a low score from me. Oh, it gets lower than a ninety-eight. Yeah. Um, I remember watching this. Um, again, probably around the same time as Aliens, Mm -hmm. and not getting a whole lot out of it. Yeah. Because a lot of it is. It's more dramatic than the others. It is. Um, um, I don't like the way that it starts, first of all. So... I think... And I understand, like, them trying to get either the same actors or, like, something along those lines. Like, I don't like how everybody's pretty much dead from the Yeah, one. yeah. Well, so I want to know how, if Aliens ended with Ripley and Newt in the same chamber, why newt is suddenly in a different one i I, yeah um so history (laughs) this one is probably the most troubled of them um william gibson who wrote neuromancer and all that Mm -hmm. he was originally offered the script uh with rennie harlan directing rennie harlan is i think he's finnish um he does a lot of action movies okay uh he did i think he did he may have done Speed. I may be thinking of Jan Devant. But he does a lot of action movies. I know Rennie Harlan did, like, Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, they could not get along, so both of them left. <laughs> uh, Gibson's original script, uh, he called it, uh, he mockingly called it Space Commie Steel and Hijack Alien Eggs. Big problem on Mall World. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> um, that's a great name. There's a... I want to say that the cast are voicing the original script for this. For like a radio drama uh, drama for yeah. it. Um, without a script completed, at this point, contracting everything, getting special effects and, and all that, they have already spent $7 million and they do not have a shooting script. Yep. That's not good. David Fincher was brought in. This is his first movie. I love David Fincher. Yeah. He's a he's a good director. His sole experience at this point was music videos and ads. <laughs> so nothing long form narrative. Yeah. Um he envisioned a really different alien. Um the at first they because the alien infects a dog. Yeah, which changes they, with the dog's DNA. They originally put in if you look in the special features you can see it. They put a dog in the costume, but it looks like a dog wearing a costume. costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, they, I didn't know that they did that. 
They uh, mainly used um, Bunraku puppets, which are like the shadow puppets with poles and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, rod puppets, rotoscoping, and very, very primitive CGI for this alien's look. There's yeah. very little practical effects for, for the alien in this. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I mean, it's mainly practical effects, but there's a lot more CG than any of the other movies, yeah. obviously. And one of my comments when I was watching this was... Like, I love the aliens in the second and first one. These don't age. The Yeah, these look terrible. These look dated. They just look bad, and they, yeah. Um, so, the there's an assembly cut on my version of this uh, from 2003, mm-hmm. um, which shows the original cut of the movie, because they changed it dramatically and i'm just going to highlight the big ones that they did yeah um in the assembly cut uh, do you know what uh, an assembly cut is no why don't you explain it it's it's like a first pass for for a movie it's all the stuff that they've they've shot or they have animatics for to shoot um to be assembled by the editor yeah um and it's it's not the raw footage because raw footage you're talking like seven eight hours yeah of stuff a lot but of. it's it's more or less the general story that needs to be massaged yeah um the assembly cut is very different <laughs> and so they had to do reshoots uh ripley washes up on the shore of fiorina 161 yep um the alien a penal colony yeah it's a penal colony um the which originally it was mall world yeah it was like hyper capitalist and you know i think um, that would have been a little bit more interesting than just like it would have been certainly would have been different yeah um the alien goes into an ox instead of a dog so it's oh that would have been kind of like like a muscular alien instead of this like sleeker sort of fast that would have been cool Um, the extend and and it was in the assembly cut it's still a prison yeah. Uh, the Mall World is just William Gibson's original oh, idea, man. which I want to see that movie now. That would have been cool. Um, there's way long extended scenes focusing on the inmates' religion, because the inmates in this have a religion yeah. that's super weird. It is. It kind of, it, yeah, it it's was strange. very culty. Because it, it goes nowhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's because they had a lot of scenes exploring it, and then they decided to cut them. Yeah. <laughs> Because why I'm watching an alien movie. Why the fuck do I care about alien or uh, inmates' religions? Yeah, prison planet. Yeah. Um. The there's an autopsy scene that was cut from the DVD and the Blu-ray. Hmm. Um. It's the newt autopsy scene because it's very graphic. Yeah. Um. Even On a in, kid too. Well, even yeah. in screenings, people walked out of it because there's like they're cutting up a kid. Like it's a yeah. doll. But it's still... But it's still, like, you see people, like, performing an autopsy on a kid. Which is a thing that happens, but, like... No one wants to go and well, pay and watch it. I'm not going to it. watch a movie where yeah. there's a long, long scene of them chopping up a kid. Yeah. Um, and Gosh. then in the 2010 Alien Anthology release, they included the ADR for this movie, re-recorded by the original cast, to show what it would have looked like. Huh, so it's it has it up against animatics and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, how'd you feel about this one? Did not like it. This is probably my least favorite. It's, so it's probably my third favorite. Um, it's, 
it so it's it like this one I think the theme of it would be how it, like commentary on the slavishness of fans because like they go for something very very different in yeah. this movie yeah in setting and in how the alien works yeah it's just um it, I, I think another one is the crushing weight of social structures which doesn't come across like you have to kind of dig and pull for that one yeah or like the brutality of man yeah brutality of man because like even the prisoners like there are some good prisoners in this that like there's a scene where ripley is almost raped in the yard yeah which i Um, did not that was i mean she's on an all-male prison planet yeah i feel like i understand especially if she's walking around by herself like why does she not have a security, security officer with her at all times yeah um i feel like it was point like maybe the point they were making is that like twice now she survived these alien monsters trying to get her and, and this she's time, going to be like downfalled by man yeah yeah and then this time she can't get away from a couple of dudes without a guy's help yeah yeah like, I think maybe there's a statement that Fincher was trying to make that like guys are bad, but I don't I don't think it's as clear as it would need to yeah. be. And again, that's kind of the theme where I got like you know the brutality of mankind. Like you know she's in this like prison area. Not not all the prisoners are bad, but like you know there's a lot of bad people there. Though in the movie, like being on a, a prison colony. There's not that many prisoners. Like, you don't really get to meet many prisoners. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that you meet. There's, what, like 20 or 30 people? Uh, Yeah, mainly nameless people, like... Yeah, mainly, but, like, that's the extent of... Yeah, because it felt felt very empty. Yeah. This, like, this, like, big security prison felt very empty to me. Yeah. And that's why it would have been really interesting to see, like, the mall aspect of of this or something along those lines. And then, like I said earlier, um, the design of the alien was rough. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, animatronics and puppetry and stuff like that. They really did not do this justice. Like, the way it moved the way it looked i know that they were trying to go with a a newer like this is a alien with dog dna but it just did not work for me yeah uh it's again i think it would uh, of these four i think it would be my number three um yeah it's it's interesting what a different director brings to it because you can see that fincher i think even as early in his career like he's more interested in characters interacting with one another rather Mm -hmm. than reacting to a separate thing yeah and again there's not that much action yeah well like and that's a fine thing it's just maybe not right for this movie franchise (laughs) because this movie franchise is a hundred percent people reacting to things yeah not interacting with each other and reacting um, to the alien where yeah. i felt like you know the alien wasn't that great and the alien didn't really get that much screen time yeah there's a lot of it just like not being around and just being a threat and then it attacks ripley in the autopsy room yeah or the med bay yeah um 
Yeah, because, and again, like, the beginning of the story, all of her friends are dead. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, everybody yeah. from Aliens 2 doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, she has to go through and, like, dig through this trash pile to find the, um, the android. The android, yeah. yeah. Just so she could get some information and everything like that. And I don't know, it just, it felt like a little bit of a, a cop-out. Like, I understand why they did it, because they probably didn't want to grab the same actors or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I don't think the actors were willing to reappear other than, like, Lance Henriksen. Yeah. So I understand that, but, like, it's it's just such a passing note. Like, yeah. they don't spend that much time on it. They're and, just like, nope, they're dead. Yeah, and okay, I accept that. Which, again, the crushing brutality of man, like, Things continue forward. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it, yeah, it, it's. And I don't want to be too down on it because. Well, you have to strain to really get a whole lot out of it because, like, even, even though I I like this more as a movie, like there were parts where I was just like, okay, I'm gonna pause this and like get a snack or yeah. whatever. Like I wasn't really like interested in maintaining my attention to it 100. percent Yeah. Um. And again, this is nothing like a horror movie there was no like tension there was no no yeah and there wasn't even that much action and it, again it was just more like a courtroom drama than a yeah yeah so so i i did not have um a great experience with this well this it's, movie it's interesting how ripley is comes to find out she's infected yes um so she sacrifices herself mm-hmm and one of the foundry for or the one of the forges. Yeah, because she under or she realizes that she actually has a queen inside her. Yeah. A queen embryo. Or an alien or whatever. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's an embryo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, we'll call it an embryo. Larva? Lar maybe. Maybe. I don't uh, yeah, know. I don't know. Pupa. <laughs> um And at the end the corporation comes to gather up all the things right yeah because um the i guess warden of the prison colony yeah like reaches out to the corporation to the military or to the like marines and he's like oh they're going to come and well and at the end bishop you can't see up, it but uh air quotes, uh, air quotes um <laughs> not a visual podcast he yeah <laughs> right um yeah air quotes bishop comes to convince her to give them the alien or like come with them and they can make sure she lives or whatever yeah but she knows that they're going to use it as a biological weapon yeah he says he's the guy that the android is based on yeah how long was she in hypersleep though like I feel like the original guy that the bishop model is based on mm -hmm. is not alive. Yeah, um, because again, I think it's a, a a large extent of time that she's in hyper sleep. Yeah, and I mean I could be wrong. They may say like, oh, six years later or whatever. But mm -hmm. like I I feel like enough time has passed that there's almost no chance of that being the original guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was just nitpicking there, though. Um, but yeah, the in the movie, or at the end of the movie, she ends up sacrificing herself in the, like, forge, because aren't they, like, they're trying to drop molten steel on the alien. Yeah. 
Um, but then they realize, oh no, the alien skin protects it from like molten steel. So then they like blast it with cold to like make it explode and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this one? It's it's my least favorite. Yeah. Um, I can see why it has a low score. I don't think I would give it such a low score, but I think like the C range is probably. Yeah. 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 I. Let's see. What what did CS give it? CS gave it a C. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, Ron Tomatoes gave it what forty nine or something like that. Forty seven. Yeah, forty six. A low F. Yeah, I, uh, I guess I, I just I like it more than Aliens though. Rewatching it, oh, okay. I don't know. Really, I, dude? Was there times when you paused in Aliens to get a snack? No, because I knew what was going on. Yeah, like I don't need to watch Marines swear at each other and like talk about the dicks. Yeah, I understand that, uh-huh. but like you know lines from Aliens. Do you? Is there any memorable lines from no. Aliens Three? No. Well, I mean, the only lines I know are game over, man, game over, yeah. and then um, get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's the end. Yeah, I, I can't believe that you're pointing Aliens 3 over Aliens. I um, mean, this, and, you know, we have different opinions. Everybody it's, has different It's very, sli- like, again, I think mainly it's, because I was discussing this with Richard um, a while ago, is that I feel like I, I'm more willing to give more props and appreciation to a movie even if it's not good if it's trying something like much different because we get so many sequels that are kind of the same and like i feel like i feel like aliens is is like the logical next step for alien where like it happens a long time away so like the corporation knows that they're dangerous now Um, so, yeah, we'll send them in with a military force. Like, that makes sense. Like, storyline, that makes sense. As a movie, though, it's like, uh, I want to see something different. And, like, this is different, but it's bad. It's worse. Like, I'll acknowledge it's worse than Aliens. Like, Aliens is much more rewatchable. And, um, I don't, I think it's different. I do feel like Aliens, the second movie, is much different from Alien. With Alien being more of a horror and then aliens being more action. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's it's the logical next step. Like, whereas this one comes out of nowhere and it's like, what the f- Like, what and were you, know you what? trying to do? And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being the logical next step. Yeah. The second one. Um, no, and that makes sense. I just, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I'm more willing to give more props to something yeah. for being, like, just way different. Yeah. Like, and, and that's just a personal And again, yeah, thing. that's the thing is we all have different in opinions and it doesn't make one opinion right over oh, the other. Oh, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm surprised that you would put Aliens 3 over Aliens. Yeah, well, see, maybe no, I would rank them the don't, same. Don't, don't make me, you know, talk you out like, of I, your I, own. I feel like I would make them the same, like, for different reasons. Okay. They're tied. They're, they're, they're tied. Fair. <laughs> they're tied on the low tier. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, on the the lower tier. Yeah. Do you have, is that all you have for for Alien Three? That I didn't like it. Yeah. That you didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Aliens, Alien Resurrection from nineteen ninety seven. 
Uh, if you disagreed with my Alien 3, you're really going to disagree with this. I rank this with <laughs> Alien. So this is whack. Or it, <laughs> it gets wacky. <laughs> Again, uh, I will give props to a movie well, that takes chances and is fucking weird. Yeah. So <laughs> this is my third one, but I did like it. Yeah. Um, there are scenes from it that are very memorable scenes, yeah. especially like... The, the, the clone. Oh. The, the like, underwater the, scene? Yeah, that one was... Yeah! <laughs> no, but I was thinking of, like, the clones. The, like, failed clones of, like, kill me. Yeah. Where it's like, oh. The body man. horror? I like this just for the body horror. Anyway. Yeah. But, okay, let me... Let me okay. Get, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the budget for this was $75 million. Yeah. Box office was $161 million. Um just a little bit more, but probably... What, yeah, it's a million dollars more than Alien 3, yeah. but it's also uh, five years after, so that's less money. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 54%. Yeah. Cinema Score gives it a B-. minus. Okay. And those are people interviewed right after watching the movie yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Um, so this was written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll get to him. Uh, <laughs> directed by Jean-Pierre Junot. He directed uh, City of Lost Children and Amelie. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a French director. He's known for doing off-kilter weird things. Yeah, he's, he's very well known. Um, Roger Ebert said that, quote, there is not a single shot in the film that would fill one with wonder, end quote. Yeah. I don't... Well... What? You think that there's... I mean... I wonder why they put in so much body horror. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. weird but uh, So this one happens 200 years after the last film. So yeah. Ripley, is who is in this... Is dead. Who who killed herself in the last one. We'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. We'll come to that. Well, I mean, I spoiled a little bit of it. I like it because it's very gonzo. And it it's is. super weird. Uh, I can totally see Whedon's fingerprints on this. Yeah filtered through a really bizarre French aesthetic because yeah. like you have a wisecracking group of mercenaries delivering things of a shady nature to a shady organization. Yeah. Like, it, it's that's, fucking R-rated Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> it's R-rated Firefly. Um, the first draft of the film has a third act set on Earth. Oh. What, what the fuck? How long How? was he planning this movie to be? Yeah. So when the ship crashes on... It was going to crash on Earth, and then yeah. the third act was going to be them wow. on Earth. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a I want to read long. this first draft of the film. <laughs> uh, had a uh, had a lot of trouble securing studio space for this film because... Like, it's 100% shot on a set. There's no yeah. location shooting. Mm. Like, it's all on a set. Uh, remember, I said this came out in 1997. Do you know why he had so much trouble securing studio space? Um, another big movie, but I can't remember the big movie. Let me list the movies, plural, oh. that were shooting at the same time. Okay. Titanic. Fantastic movie. Starship Troopers. Another giant big budget movie. Um, and Lost World. Oh, oh, wow, yeah. I can so see why there was he, no space. He was competing, a, a French director shooting his first English language film yeah. was competing against Jim Cameron, Paul Verhoeven, and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, 
on a problem. other studios are going to give them the priorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially like I feel like the IP wasn't as like it wasn't strong. Like the third movie kind of it kind of killed any faith in it. Yeah. Even though, well, I say that, but the studio gave it seventy five million to work yeah. with. Like that's a pretty big budget. Yeah. Even for the time. True. Um, the so this movie opened second behind. Can you guess which movie it opened behind in nineteen ninety seven? Uh, Second in the box office. I don't, I don't know. The number one movie at the time that this opened was Flubber. Flubber? <laughs> what? Flubber had a bigger box really? office than it, or, uh, opening weekend. Oh this. my god. Um, Flubber. Was it Robin Williams in Flubber? Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. Oh man, I haven't seen Flubber in a long time. It was a pretty shitty movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Oh, um, man. So, Joss Whedon, who I will get to now, because yeah. I think he's a pompous asshole. Um, Surprise. Was super salty with how this movie turned out. Okay. Listen to this list of complaints that he has. He complains that uh, it wasn't a question of doing everything differently. Um, he, The actors said the lines... But they said them all wrong. <laughs> the casting was wrong. Uh, the design was wrong. Oh the score was wrong. He wouldn't have changed the script. Just it, it was just executed in a very ghastly fashion. So basically, the screenwriter's argument for this, for why it's so bad, yeah. is that everyone else was wrong. Except for him. But his script was awesome. Yeah. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. if if the script were better, this probably would have been a better movie. Probably. Because yeah. admittedly, it's got a very weak story. Yeah, so when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, this could be, like, devoid of the Alien franchise. Oh, it doesn't franchise. have to be in the Alien franchise. Yeah, this could have been, like, a standalone movie. Just put, like, replace Alien with something else. And it could have been a completely different movie. Like... It felt so different than the other movies. It, yeah, it feels very different. It's that's kind of why, like I said, I like it because it does something drastically different. It does. Um, but it's so different that it well, it's so it's like those Star Trek movies mm -hmm. that J.J. Abrams did. Yeah. If you made them anything else, like if you named them something else and named the ship something else, yeah. They would be awesome sci-fi movies. They're shit Star Trek movies because yeah. Star Trek movies are supposed to be boring with no explosions and e everything. Exactly. And, like, this is really <laughs> devoid of any sort of uh, horror. Yeah, it's it's devoid of anything that makes it... Like, I mean, granted, the aliens get out because two of them realize they need to kill the third one and use their acid blood to escape. Yeah. Like, Which, I mean, is, is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um... Oh, I, and I have one last note here. H.R. Oh, yeah. Giger was pleased with this and called it an excellent film. He was just disappointed because he was not credited with anything in this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Aw. That's um, sad. I mean, he's... He's know. why they look the way they look. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you know, um, for all the shit I gave the third movie, like, the aliens looked pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, again, you know, I'm not a big fan of body horror. Like, you yeah, maybe. I love body horror. Um, it definitely like freaks me out and everything. Uh, but it 
it was interesting and it was weird and bizarre and it it made it it elicited motions from me which yeah well in ripley what she's the eighth iteration she is the eighth yes that's yeah so there's seven other iterations that the the crew happens upon Ugh. that are various mixes of alien and human human yeah ew. um one of them even begs her to kill it because yeah. life is suffering yeah um it's and got all these metal tubes shoved into it and it's like it's her face I know, but it's, it's so... in in this like roiling mass of flesh that's not quite right yeah so that's definitely like i said at the beginning of this um one of the scenes that really stands out to me yeah because it was so horrific oh yeah um but you know it made me feel something which is always a an interesting thing when a movie makes you feel something oh yeah you know those feelings always aren't pleasant sometimes they're you know you being horrified yeah but um yeah it did like elicit emotion from me and that's why you know i i remember it vividly oh yeah and the thing is you know that scene is used sometimes in parody with other uh <laughs> yeah, yeah uh properties and stuff like that which kind of like signifies a scene's strength yeah yeah well and um the alien design in this ripley's son yeah um and i say son because it's it's a bit of a misnomer i think that that's what the crew called it Mm mm-hmm but it's very obviously got both male and female sex organs on it just jammed together like up on its belly yeah. i don't know if you noticed that little design bit maybe on it. it's really gross looking. yeah um it the, like just the way they've designed it it's it's grossly biological yeah. um mm. it's it's face is a human skull with yeah. an alien head like an obvious human skull not it... like hidden in some translucent stuff yeah and again, I really like the designs are really cool, and yeah. um, it was kind of a refreshing to see when I just watched the third yeah. one. So, well, and this might be a lighter note, but um, you know the scene where uh, she like makes the basket with one yeah one thing behind yeah. her like that was one shot. Oh, like, really? She actually did that. She, yeah. Oh, that was one take. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it wasn't the first uh, oh. take. But yeah, like they that was her doing it. Yeah. It wasn't something they CG'd in. And again, um, um, just to sort of lay the framework, um, so this, the, the corporation, the corporation that's been in all four of the... Um, it's not real, like... I don't... I can't remember if they actually explicitly say it. My sense was that... I don't think they explicitly say it. is a... Like... It's they're the private army of Wayland Utani. Yeah. Like so, it's a military ship they're going to. Yeah. But this ragtag group of mercenaries is bringing them. Um, I couldn't tell if they actually knew what they were doing, but they were delivering. Um, I don't think they did test subjects. Yeah. Like they're delivering people for people them for to the purposely yeah. like impregnate with these aliens to raise and and kind of make weapons out of. Yeah, because it goes back to their whole wanting to make a biological weapon. But yeah, so they end up cloning um, Ripley. Ripley, and um, with some biological material that was left. I, like, I can't remember if they say or not where they got it. I don't think they said where they got it, 
Um, but since she had the um, the alien in her stomach, she got or when they cloned her, she had that mixture of alien DNA and human DNA. So it made her like quicker and stronger, and she even had like the acidic blood. Yeah, so. like she bleeds red, but it's still acidic. Like yeah. it will melt slightly. It won't melt as quickly or through like holes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the 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 uh, mercenaries are interesting. I really like Winona Ryder's character. Yeah. Call. Um. She's the android in this one because there's always got to be an android. There's got to be one. Um. Uh, yeah, other than like just how bizarre this movie is, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. Other than I like it because it's so weird and bizarre. Uh, I feel like Ron Perlman's character is a giant asshole. Yeah. Well, I mean, so did you enjoy like the mercenary crew, especially with like their witty one, li- you know, not one liners, but like the I did witty not enjoy commentary. that. No, no, okay. no, because I don't like Joss Whedon having the need to like jam in as much wit as he can into all of his characters all the time yeah so you would have preferred like if one of the crew was like a witty one and another one was more of like a serious yeah, well or... like he just he does the same thing over and over and over and and like like i said it's it's basically fire an r-rated firefly yeah yeah and i um, agree with you 100 percent are pretty analogous to characters in firefly yeah i agree um, I mean, there's no android, but I mean, maybe River could be considered an like a, a, a yeah a character like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like this movie despite the writer thinking that everything was wrong except for the script. Yeah, um, no. and that because I feel like it was shot well. Um, Jean Pierre Jeannot is is a good director. I like City of Lost Children and Amelie, and I like this. Yeah. Um. I like the body horror. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hundred percent a fan of that, but it's definitely you know something that made me feel something, be it horrification. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely put it number three. So my list would go: Aliens, Alien, uh, Alien Resurrection, and then Aliens Three. Okay. Yeah, like I said before, I think I would rate resurrection and alien is like my preferred movies mm-hmm. and then aliens and alien 3 is my yeah i'll watch them yeah movie. yeah um you know like watching them for the first time um i, I will say i got kind of bored with three yeah there were oh it's like, very boring yeah moments of just okay let, yeah hopefully this this ends soon um but yeah uh four was just like oh god this is real weird and again it it could have been like its own movie it didn't yeah, have like to be part s- of if if you change the way the aliens looked yeah you could like you said just completely rename it something else and it would have worked yeah uh but it was still enjoyable like you know um i i wanted to watch it i wanted to finish it yeah. when three just kind of slogged on i was like ah when is did this you watch three in one sitting or i watched all four of them oh in one sitting wow yeah okay. i did one after the other after the other gotcha. after the other <laughs> and you know maybe that's the reason why i don't have like a super great opinion on um three just because i was able to like 
instantly compare it to the other two. Yeah, that that's true. And then three probably tempered my expectation on four because I thought four was going to be like a shit show. <laughs> I was like, if three's super crappy, like I'm... I mean, <laughs> it could be argued that four is a shit show. Yeah, yeah. You might not be wrong in that assessment. <laughs> I find it very enjoyable, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so... I've been told I have bad taste, though, so... Um... But, no, I was... I was, uh... Pleasantly and horribly... Horrifiedly Hor- surprised? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so... Cool. Well, I, I love these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that they... you lent me those two so I can yeah. watch them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, um... They're... They're pretty uh um pivotal i guess in my understanding and appreciation of sci-fi movies yeah i think just because i saw them at a younger age probably younger than i should have i'm being honest but um you know my family has always been very anti-censorship and if i was interested in something it was never like i mean other than like like porn like obvious like things you would not give to a child like if it were a movie yeah or a book or something yeah it was not restricted yeah just because it's a piece of media it's not gonna hurt you it's <laughs> going to put ideas in your head it, it'll put ideas in my head like jumping in people's chests and busting out <sighs> yeah <laughs> no I, I but i uh i do like this i rank it up there with uh um like the RoboCop and Terminator franchises, yeah. Um, maybe Predator less so, just because Predator is like much different, and I'm not a hundred percent sure I like the fact that they just jammed them together like that. Like it makes sense, but yeah. I mean, I really never saw much of the Predator stuff. Oh, um, well, maybe we'll do a follow up show on that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I only saw predators versus aliens oh okay so you've never seen the arnold schwarzenegger no movie. no oh, okay. i haven't um okay. again you know like i knew of aliens but um i guess i didn't realize that those two ips were joined together until like the alien versus predator movie came out i was like oh yeah they're in the same universe interesting yeah there's a um a comic line and like a book line and hmm. all that stuff but um yeah no if you guys have never seen uh any of the aliens movies uh some i'd recommend more than others but i yeah. definitely recommend all four yeah so you kind of get the whole story mm-hmm. i mean the first one is is on my top 10 like yeah. uh sci-fi movies gotcha yeah okay well um i think that's a show yeah um, it's an hour and a half now so yeah we'll uh let's see plug the book club so the book club book right now is robert heinlein's the cat who walks through walls yeah it's an interesting one uh yeah it's the first time i ever read it um i'm looking forward to discussing it with you i'm looking forward to hearing your opinions (laughs) (laughs) um uh, go and uh, visit our Facebook. Uh, we've got a nerd fight happening right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Back Row Super Show. Uh, yeah, four separate words on Facebook. And mm-hmm. if you want to send us an email, it's backrowsupershow at gmail.com. Um, 
the Facebook also has the conventions we will be attending uh, pinned to the top of the wall. So you can kind of click on those cons and find out more about them. Um, if you're interested in them, maybe we'll see you there. Yeah. Um, We're always happy to high five, hug, or nod handshake. slightly. Yeah, or nod slightly <laughs> um, to fans. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe we'll see you around and uh, give us a like on or a good rating on itunes it would really help us out yeah um or google play i think we're in the google play store now nice um, still working on stitcher yeah yeah um so yeah with that we will be back next week with a me 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 sweet uh talk to you guys later game over man game over boop, 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 boop.